Welcome to the Miami Sports Vibes podcast with my guy Jacoby. It is officially Jets week. The Miami Dolphins are 7-3. Uh, they're rolling right now. Obviously, the game could have been better this past Sunday, but the point is the Dolphins are 7-3, and three, still in first place in the AFC East, and taking on the New York Jets, the rival New York Jets. But what my guy Jacoby, Jacoby Dolphins coming off a win, man. How are you feeling on this Tuesday? Happy Hard Knocks Day, too, by the way. Yeah, man. I mean, that was a frustrating win. Uh, probably the most frustrating win since that Bears game last year. Because I remember I was just so pissed after that win. And then I was pretty pissed after this win, too. It was unnecessarily close. The defense was just bawling the fuck out. And the offense could not come up clutch for them. So, uh, luckily, defense had the game-sealing pick. A win's a win. I'm going to take it. But uh, they, need to, they need to get that that offensive train back on track and uh, no better week to do it than this week against the Jets, man. Black Friday. Let's, let's go. Yeah. First ever Black Friday game, man. I'm freaking excited. Um, as, as I told you, I'll be in attendance for this one, man. I'm, I'm stoked, man. I'm fired up. I wish you were coming, man, but I understand that, you know, the holidays, they, they wanted to make this game Black Friday, which is still pisses me off that we're doing it on Black Friday, by the way, man. But no, gotta, yeah, I mean, if it wasn't Black Friday, I was going to be there. Like, I I had this game circled as one of the games I was going to go to. And when they when I found out it was Thanksgiving week, I was like, well, I'm screwed. Like, I even I even checked last week. Cheapest flight was like eight hundred dollars. I was like, bro, uh, like I, I was I was so pissed because then that only means I went to one game this year. And that's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, man. I, but hey, man, hopefully, hopefully the next one you come down to, bro, you got to experience it, bro. Um, but but you mentioned you mentioned about the offense and about it being an ugly win this past Sunday, man. I agree with you. Uh, you know, we did see some good glimpses. We did see some good things, uh, particularly on the defense. I mean, the defense is freaking balling, like you mentioned. I mean, Bradley Chubb looks fucking awesome. Thank God, Christian Wilkins made a big play. I texted you. I'm like, yo, I think <laughs> I think Bradley Chubb and Wilkins are listening to our podcast because me and you have been. I mean, flaming them, and they have been producing big-time plays, man. Uh, What do you make about the defense, in particular Bradley? We're going to get to Jalen Phillips and Jalen Ramsey, but Bradley Chubb and Christian Wilkins and the defense besides those two players. Hey, they're showing up at the right time, dude. Bradley Chubb has not skipped a beat in the last, I think, five to six weeks. He's been easily the best defensive player besides Jalen Ramsey returning. Uh, Bradley Chubb has been living up to that contract like we were saying in the early season, dude. We're so happy he's – uh, uh, finally finding that groove. I think he's having the best season of his career so far. I think if I'm not mistaken, if you look at the stat line, so mm-hmm. I'm pumped. I can't wait to see what he continues to do. And uh, he has a huge golden opportunity this week to rack up even more sacks uh, against that bottom tier of the offensive line over in New York. So uh, he's been awesome, man. Phillips finding groove. He's been riddled with injuries all year and he's, I think he's starting to come awake right now. So I'm excited. Those are my guys right there, especially Phillips. So uh, I'm really excited about it. And I think this is a I, – I think they can feast this week for sure. Yeah, that's that's what we've been – we've been waiting to see. Like when is there going to be a good Bradley Chubb game and can he start stacking after that? And that is exactly uh, what he's been able to do. And now you have a great matchup ahead, which we're definitely going to touch on. I mean, that offensive line – we talk about our offensive line, but that Jets offensive line is terrible. So – I mean, what better opportunity to just keep on stacking, stacking good performances than to play the New York, 
the New York Jets. Uh, first of all, salute to everybody in the chat, everybody viewing the show. Uh, make sure you hit that thumbs up bo uh, button for us. We appreciate you guys tuning in and chiming in on the chat board. What's going on, Troy? What's going on, everybody? Everybody, what is up? Hard Knocks today. Hard Knocks today, 9 p.m. Eastern time. What better way than to just watch this show and take you right into Hard Knocks, to be honest? Yep. I mean, like, come <laughs> on now. Um, but we got to talk about the offense, Jacoby. The offense, you know, Devon A-Chain, unfortunately, we've been so excited to have him back. Me and you were saying we're, we're a little bit scared about an early return. We, we didn't want anything to happen. Boom, shit happens, just like always. That's typical Dolphin fashion. And then Tua also had a game where I don't know how I feel about it. You look at the stat line, 325 yards. It looks cool, but I, I don't know, man. I saw something else differently. What did you like? Uh, what did you see from this offense? I mean, you know, we're just lucky the Raiders are freaking crap, dude, because we gave them every opportunity to win that game, and they just could not capitalize on it. But, I mean, the things I saw from Tua, man, it was just uh, horrible decision-making. Uh, you know, the interception was pretty bad. Uh, he dives head first into a first down game that leads to a fumble. You know, I, I, I don't get it. I, I, he does that all the time. Just slide. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't make any sense to me. And then on, on a, um, I think it was a fourth, a, a third, third and one opportunity. Mike McDaniel again, continues to try to go for the big play. Uh, don't get me started on Mike McDaniel because he did. <laughs> uh, he, I'm going to get into it after Tua, but um, you know, Tua missed a wide open river, uh, Craycraft, which we haven't really seen Tua miss these guys this, uh, this season on those big, uh, opportunity plays. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's just rust. I'm hoping that's all it was, uh, coming out of the bye week. Uh, you know, they didn't come out perfect out of the bye week last year. So, I mean, I hope that's all it is. Uh, the offense really hasn't had a huge game I, I guess you could say they did against new england but they could have been better then but uh it's it's been a few weeks since we saw like that high powered intensity offense we were seeing all early season long so you know hopefully uh they can get that going against new york i'm not too optimistic about it they got a great defense over there but uh we'll, we'll see about it but i think you know with two a stat line could have been a lot better yeah, I, I agree, man. With the 325 yards, like I mentioned, I mean, it looks good, but I'm with you, man. A uh, couple of opportunities. I feel like this was the game that Tua got the most uh, beat up. Granted, he only got sacked one time when you look at the stat. But again, you know, stats and sacks are very, you know, over overrated, a little bit misleading. Like Tua was getting like they were getting home, like they were getting a lot of pressure. You know, you talked about him like, why not just slide, man? Uh, we talk about the fumble, the interception. I think this was the game that Tua had like pretty much this season. I think this was like the most pressure he'd faced, which is kind of crazy to say. Um, you know, you think about Buffalo, you think about Philly, but but this game, I mean, the Raiders were were on his ass. And I'm hoping it's just Russ, man, coming off the bye week. I did mention that on the stream that I thought this was going to be close because I thought they were going to be a little bit rusty and kind of take it lightly. I hope that's all it is because, like you mentioned, man, the New York Jets defense is no joke, bro. And this is a defense where we have to bring our absolute A game. Like, things are not going to slide. Um, that that game can get – we saw last year playing that defense, what it was able to do. Granted, we didn't have Tua, but I think things really need to change. And in particular, you talked about Mike McDaniel going for it on fourth down and then having a wide receiver screen that pretty much similar to the one that we did against Kansas city. We saw what ended up happening there. Uh, what do you make of Mike McDaniel and a lot of his decision-making as of late? I've just been beyond frustrated, dude. And I've been, you know, voicing these opinions to a lot of people. And, you know, I'm just like, 
the screenplay does not work. It does not work. It has not succeeded at all this year. Teams blow it up at, like every fucking time they run it. And this mm-hmm. time it led to Tyree Kill getting hurt. So I think he is just this close to one of his stupid decisions just absolutely backfiring on him. Uh, he refuses to run the ball on third and one opportunities, mm-hmm. which I don't understand. Like Raheem Moster has been one of the most physical running backs this year you've seen he's been trucking guys all year long uh going uh for more yards after contact uh jeff wilson can do that be that guy for you but for some reason they decide to make him inactive uh which makes no sense to me because this running back core is the most fragile running back core i've ever seen Uh, like we were we were one injury away from having one running back for the rest of the game so you know, it's just a, like I said, dude. It's just a matter of time till these decisions completely uh, backfire on him. And I don't want it to happen in the playoffs. So I mean, I'm just tired of him getting all this unnecessary, like d- unnecessary praise. I think Mike McDaniel still has a lot of growing to do, and you know he gets bailed out tremendously a lot. But I mean, that play on Tyree could have been terrible. He could have broken his hand and been out till the playoffs, like that could have been the worst case scenario. And it's because you decide to run a stupid play that never works. So that, that that's my frustrations about it. I I'm, it's just so agonizing. No, I think we got to hold, we got to hold them accountable to be honest, man. And, you know, me and you have both, you know, gave McDaniel his praise when he deserves it. And he's done a lot of great things. I mean, he's literally unlocked our most important player, which is Tua, which you get all the praise for that. You've unlocked him. You got him doing some special things last season and this season. But, you know, when 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 things are wrong, we're going to call it out. And I do think that Mike McDaniel has a little bit of a play calling issue at times. I mean, that screenplay, it's like, what are you doing? You have Raheem Mostert, like you mentioned. He's been balling the hell, hell And even on the replay, it looked like if you handed it off to him, he would have got the easy yard right then and there. And I just don't understand it, why he continues to just do these stupid I, I don't know if it's an ego thing. I don't I don't know what it is, man, but he definitely needs to fix it. Um, because, you know, and now this offense is starting to, you know, take a little bit of a step back. Granted, I don't want to overreact, but when it comes to the last two games in particular, you know, we talk about the Chiefs in that first half not scoring. Then you talk about this only putting up 20 against the Raiders. Like, those two, you're in that game against Kansas City because of the defense, and you won this game this past Sunday because of the defense as well. And it's crazy to say that after the whole first half, we're talking about offense, 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 offense. Now, lately, it's been the defense. And I hope that this week is when Mike McDaniel does start serving it up like he was early on in the season. Talk to me about Jalen Ramsey, though, my man. I mean, please give this guy a shout out. How are you feeling about Jalen Ramsey? Dude, just he's been as advertised, man. It's been freaking amazing to see. I think he's I think it's he's allowed a zero uh, percent rating on all this. uh uh passes that have been targeted to him and man i think i saw a stat i i meant to save it but i think he's allowed only three uh i think three or five catches for 13 yards and two interceptions so he's been playing out of his mind man and like i i've been hearing it all i've been hearing it since he's got hurt and i want to bring it up like i always hear from people they're like a full meniscus repair is like adding years to your meniscus like i i kept hearing that and you know what he looks as fresh as ever so maybe that shit is true i don't know i never torn my <laughs> my meniscus but I'm just like, that's man, he's he's playing out of his mind. And uh, 
I see I see a comment right here. It says he got burnt by Adams when he covered him. But I mean, the one where the one where he, you know, deflected the uh, he didn't deflect the pass. He uh, he covered him going downfield. I mean, people say he got burnt, but I, he was less than a foot off of him. I, I think it was great recovery. But, you know, Devontae Adams is Devontae Adams. He's going to make he's going to make his plays. You know, you can't expect, you know, him to not get loose at some point. But I think on that play that a lot of people are talking about is, you know, he um he wasn't that far off of him. So, I mean, yeah, if I'm talking about the same play, I think yeah, I think Ramsey had a great recovery on that play. But he's been awesome, dude. That game ceiling pick had me a little scared. Cause he was down for a little bit after that. So that, that, that terrified me. And again, maybe if McDaniel had a better play call to get the first down instead of throwing it on third and one wouldn't have been that situation, but uh, Hey, that's all I want to say. <laughs> Ramsey's been Ramsey's been great, dude. I'm, I'm excited to see what he does against the jets. Uh, I thought Ramsey uh, had an awesome game and I thought he kept Adams in check when he was guarding him. Honestly. Yeah. That play. Okay. You could argue that he got, you know, he got beat on that, but I wouldn't say burn, man. I think Ramsey was right there. Um, but I thought Ramsey had a hell of a game. He did, he did lock up, you know, Adams a couple times when I did see in the replays <clears throat> and in the highlights for the all 22, I thought Ramsey held his own man and Ramsey ended up with two interceptions. He continues to make an impact ever since his return, which is just freaking awesome to see. And that game ceiling interception. I mean, talk about the icing on the cake and the other one that he got the first one. I mean, these are two diving interceptions. I mean, it's just tremendous to have a player like this i mean i was excited once we signed him and then you're telling me he's doing this off a torn meniscus a couple months ago like it's just insane bro like it's insane um what jalen ramsey has brought he's brought life into this defense and i think it's just reflecting on everybody you cannot tell me otherwise that's been the only thing that's changed like you 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 added ramsey and it's literally given confidence in in pass rushers and 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 everybody and fangio is able to do his thing and it is just awesome. I want to spend one quick question before we uh, talk about the New York Jets. Jason Sanders missed yet another kick. Uh, what's your concern level at with that, real quick? Uh, it's um, yeah, I'm sorry. <clears throat> he it's through the roof, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, my voice completely disappeared there for a sec. You're Been good. sick the last week. Um, but yeah, I mean, the the worries there, dude. I mean. How many times in the playoffs do you see games coming down to like these these last second kicks from yeah. 50 yards? Like, I don't understand how he hasn't been replaced yet. I mean, I've been a Jason Sanders supporter since 2020, but I mean, like, he's four for 14 on 50 yard field goals, I think, dating back to last year. So, I mean, it's it's very it's very concerning. Like, you can see why. Like this is one thing I'll give McDaniel. You can see why he goes for it on fourth down a lot from 50 yards out. I I would probably do the same. Um, so I mean it, it's it's very concerning to be honest with you. I remember them saying they were going to bring a kicker in to uh, challenge him a little bit, but like that that disappeared. You never really saw anything about that. But no, nope. I really hope they're in the market for a um for a kicker next year because he uh, you need to have a kicker. Like look at Buckner, look at Tucker, like look at those. Yeah, like it, it, then they're automatic. Carlson, Dan- Daniel Carlson, he's automatic from fifty. Having an automatic from fifty kicker takes a lot of pressure off of you. So I mean, you you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do next year, man. He he's gotta go. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I know. I agree because I mean we're lucky enough to get away with all of these things. To be honest with you, and, and it's gonna there's gonna come a point in time where if it happens. 
you know, hopefully not in a playoff game, but we're going to have to, you know, need three points. Those three points become more valuable later on in the season once you're playing those tough games in particular in the postseason. And he's got to get his shit together, man, to be honest. I don't think he will, and I wish we had somebody else because, man, it would just – it would be devastating if if it comes down to – to him and it, it goes opposite but let's not talk about that man now, at the end of the day we're seven and three we're headed into jets week at metlife stadium taking on the new york jets who have now officially benched zach wilson they got tim boyle starting over there um which is i mean it's shocking to me it's a little bit insane to me i don't know how you feel about that man but uh what are your thoughts on that situation and the jets this coming friday yeah i might get some backlash but i mean i i just i feel so bad for zach man like i Same. Like I, I can sympathize with a player like like him. Like he, you could totally tell he's just trying to give it all he can. And to be honest with you, I don't think yeah they'll be a little better, but I don't think Aaron Rodgers drastically changes this offense. Like that oh, that offensive line is fucking horrible. Oh yeah, it, yeah they yeah. are so bad. And you know, like we kind of saw it in the first few. I know it's just four snaps, but like. Even with Rodgers back there, like Buffalo was just torching them. So in those four snaps, but I'm just like, I don't know, man. There's a lot to be addressed with New York right now. That O line has to get addressed. But I feel I feel really bad for Zach. Uh, quite frankly, I think it makes the Dolphins' task a little more tougher uh, because I, you know, we haven't really seen anything else but Zach Wilson. But I mean, can it be much worse? Like that's yeah. what I'm. That's what I'm kind of assuming, but. We'll see what Tim Boyle brings uh, for the Jets. I mean, he he had uh, five completions for 33 yards and an interception in the uh, time he played with uh, the Jets last week, but that was pretty much garbage time. But you know, we'll see. But you know, y- you know, I hope Fangio just brings the heat on that O line, gets a boy, uh, gets a boil, and you know, just make make them make them shit their pants, man, and go go out and just take over from the start because I don't think the offense is going to have a huge game. If I'm honest with you. Yeah, I think I think shutting down any type of little momentum or whatever the hell the fans, the Jeff fans are going to try to come in with whatever the hell it is, I think is important, like from the jump to get it started. And uh, you talk about Zach Wilson, you talk about feeling bad for him. I do as well, to be honest. You know, I've I've actually have always said this. You know, I kind of I like Zach Wilson a little bit. And I do feel bad for him because I just feel like um, he tries hard, you know, he he's he's had the world up against him. We can relate to that with Tua, you know, throughout the beginning of his career. And you literally just see, you know, so many people just bashing him and not enough people supporting him. And you know what? A lot of the people that don't support him are actually on his damn team and including his head coach, to be honest with you. And I think that fucking sucks. So I, I really, you know, I've watched Sala close. I've listened to New York sports radio living in the New York area. And I think Salah fucking sucks. And Salah is a fucking terrible coach. And I will, and I'm glad as hell to say this on my damn show. Uh, <laughs> Salah is fucking trash. He is terrible. There's not one game that I can sit here and say, wow, Salah coached a hell of a game. That was a brilliant job. No, Robert Salah is a defensive coordinator. And that is it, man. Like some people just don't have the balls to be a good head coach. And he doesn't have the balls to have a, be a good head coach. He is a DC and he should have stayed as a DC, but you got to do what you got to do. You got to get your money. You got to chase your dream to be a head coach. But that's that sip ship right there. I think we're going to end that shit and we might lead him to getting fired after we whip their, their ass. Because honestly, he hasn't coached a game where I'm like, wow, he coached a hell of a game. Like I mentioned, 
Zach Wilson, I haven't heard him back up his quarterback at all. I mean, this dude, even in interviews, he's constantly talking about his defense. Oh, I believe our defense is going to keep us in this game. Like, what about your quarterback, bro? Like, just support it. Even if you have to fake it, like, show. Show that you have trust in Zach Wilson. I think he's not. He hasn't been a fan of Zach Wilson from the start, and I think that fucking sucks. We dealt with that with Brian Flores. And I also think just, you know, his body language. Sometimes you don't even have to say shit, but your body language the whole entire game, ever since Aaron Rodgers got hurt, every time they show him, he's just like this. Like, I'm sorry, bro. Like, you're ass, and stop blaming Zach Wilson for you being ass. You have made zero adjustments as well. I think if you're going to blame Zach Wilson, blame Solid, the head coach, as well. And I've had Jeff fans. I've talked to uh, numerous Jeff fans, and, and they just defend it. Oh, uh, I, I don't I don't put it on them. I think it's the offense. Listen to me. Listen to me. Newsflash, right? Check this out. Salah is trash, and I'm going to tell you why. You fire – if Salah's not trash, tell me why if you fire him tomorrow. Who the fuck is going to sign him? Who the fuck wants him as a head coach? Nobody. Zero as a head coach. You're a DC and a DC, and that's it, Jacoby. I had I had to just throw that out there. Man, I'm I'm kind of opposite with you. I mean, like, I don't think he's been I think this was the year he needed to really step up. But I mean, like, I've kind of been a solo guy the last couple of years. Uh, you know, and I, I just I love his story. I love his mindset. I love what he brings to the table. Uh, but I mean to judge him the last two years, I I can't I can't because of the cast he had around that uh, around him. But this year, I feel like you know you got a you got a top five defense. Uh, you got really exceptional weapons on the offensive end in Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, and you know Aaron Rodgers going down. I I feel like you know if Zach Wilson's not giving you the results. Can Trevor Simeon really be that bad? I mean, like, which is crazy. It's like, I mean, it, we're we're what we're, we're twelve weeks into the season, and he didn't make a single change at quarterback until now. I feel like, I feel like you should have done that a while ago. I mean, at least, I mean, Trevor Simeon. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't think he's. I don't think he could be much worse. I mean, that's what I'm trying to say here. So, I mean, I, I totally get what you're coming from. Um, I won't say he's ass. I mean, I like I said, I'm a solid guy. Um, but I mean, you know, we'll see, uh, to think that we might get him fired. That would be kind of crazy. I mean, if they fire him, if we beat them this week, that will blow my mind if I'm honest <laughs> with you. So, um, th- I mean, that, that would just be, all, I, I feel like that would just be fucking all hell's breaking loose in New York, <laughs> that dude. That would be insane. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I totally get what you're coming from, dude, but I mean, at the end of the day, I don't feel bad for them. They're, yeah, they're our the division Jets. rival. Exactly. I would bring them all, bring them all the heat, you know, <laughs> especially all their fans. Like they talked, they, they thought they were, they talked all that shit going into the season, dude. They thought they were going to, they thought they were going to win a super bowl, which blew my mind because like, oh, I mean, like, even if like, even last year when we got Tyree kill, like I didn't even have the fucking like audacity to say, Oh, we're super bowl bound. I'm like, okay, like we're definitely going to be a top team, but like, yeah. I, I don't say super bowl unless we get that kind of like, you know, respect. And I'm not saying it now either because, you know, we haven't beaten a Super Bowl caliber team yet. So you don't see me saying that, but that's crazy. <laughs> no, but I, I respect what you're saying. But I think, you know, I, like I said, I think Salah's tremendous at his defense, bro. Like that's why he got the gig in the first place. And he has shown to be like a defensive guy, like a defensive guru. Like he is, he's awesome when it comes to that side of the football, no doubt about it. But uh, for me, I, that's my opinion, and I do respect yours. And I hope, I hope that they keep solid. To be honest with you, I hope that they do, because to be honest, I think, 
I think I think he's trash, bro. I like I really do. <laughs> um, but like like you mentioned, man, um, you know, it's the Jets at the end of the day. And yeah, like you said, the, these people were talking Super Bowl. And then we me and you were talking about it. You guys the media you guys, was too, dude. <laughs> yeah, the media, the fans, and we were talking about it on this show. Like, yo, you guys haven't even made it to the playoffs since when? Like, you gotta there's levels to this shit, man. Like, you gotta and Aaron Rodgers hadn't at, taken a snap yet either. <laughs> right. And then look at that. Like, look how that went down. And then me and you talk about this whole thing about Rodgers coming back. Like, this shit is just ridiculous. Like, you want Aaron Rodgers to come back with that offensive line? Like, hey. Good luck. Jets are gonna, yeah, jet, Jets are going to jet, man. But it's just funny, man, how all the Jet fans just continue to get hyped up. Like the Jets season, the Jets fan season is literally the off season. Because once the shit starts, man, they just start beginning, like becoming crickets yep, and crickets absolutely. and crickets. But I fucking love it, man. Jet fans going to jet. You know, you guys suck. J-E-T-S suck, suck, suck. And keep uh, enjoying that. And best believe I'll be saying that on Friday when I'm there. But let's talk about keys to victory, my man. Uh, we saw what the Jets did to us at MetLife last year. We cannot sleep on that. Brees Hall did his thing. Zach Wilson actually got the win. But we had Skylar Thompson out there. Um, but the Jets defense, we've talked about it. And Brees Hall, those are two people that we can say, well, two sides that we can say are definitely dominant. What are your keys to victory uh, for this win on Friday if you're predicting a win? Yeah, dude, um, I think there's a lot of I just think there's a lot of things that can really uh, get to them this game. I mean, uh, you know, they have a top three, de- not top three, I'll say top five, top five defense over there, man. And, you know, whatever happened against Buffalo, you know, that's. To me, it's it's just because the defense was on the field the whole time. I mean, you gotta. But my my first key, dude, is just embrace the opportunity. I know that sounds a little weird, but the lights are bright. It's bl- the first ever Black Friday game. That crowd's gonna be pumped. Embrace the opportunity. Like, don't fold under the lights. Bring your game, and just execute like that. that like that. That to me is a little underrated key because like. Every primetime situation we get into, like when the lights are bright or like in Germany, international game, we just fold and we're going to be on the road. So, I mean, embrace the opportunity. My second one is just like fucking pressure, pressure, pressure the quarterback, dude. Mm -hmm. That offensive line is not going to hold it all game. And I'm going to say this. If that offensive line gives our front seven problems, we deserve to lose this game. So, you know, I want I want at least five sacks in this game. So just fold them that way. And careless mistakes. You can't be careless in this game. You cannot give them any momentum. Uh, Tua's got to value that value that football. You can't uh, you can't turn the ball over. I feel like if you turn the ball over uh, two two or more times, you're, you're gonna we're gonna be in rough shape. We might mm-hmm. not even win the game. So, you know, you got to value that football, dude. So, the a uh, little bit different in my keys to get victory, but I hope you guys get what I'm saying. I mean, like this is a game in front of the whole world. Black Friday, momentum's going. People are going to be rowdy. Like, and my Miami doesn't bode well in those in, in that kind of environment. So, whether they're a shitty team or not, you you got to show up. Yeah, man, for sure. I think it's, I, I, you know, I was looking at a stat. You know, a lot of people are saying, you know, Sauce and Sauce and DJ Reed, like, you know, one of the top cornerback duos in the NFL before the season. And believe it or not, bro, they have zero interceptions. And I thought that was a crazy stat. I didn't I had to double check that. And yeah, like Sauce has zero picks. And also Sauce is getting called for a lot of those holding penalties that he was getting away with last year. I yep. saw him get called for one um on Sunday against the Bills. And it's, you know, it's 
little piece of some humble pie there because we were everybody was crowning sauce a little bit way way too early yeah um but my keys to victory man i believe i'm with you uh with everything you said i mean that's for sure that's obvious this is this is pretty much under the lights man like it's 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 a big game the world's gonna be watching it's the only game on on friday it's a black friday game it's midday you know people who who were up late on thanksgiving like they still get to watch this It's a three o'clock eastern start and this is a game where people are going to be watching. And it's important, man, because you don't want to lose to a division rival um, and you're on the road. So pressure is on. You're going against a top defense. And, hey, if you lose to Boyle, you know the world's going to come down on you, man. So definitely a big game here. I believe the key to victory, uh, my keys will be set in the tone early. I think you like I talked about earlier, I th- I don't you can't have this crowd and the momentum go in their favor at all i mean that it's hard to gain that back if that defense starts to get in a groove so protecting the football not turning the ball over and just setting the tone early on offense that's my number one key to victory um my second one uh you mentioned pressure i agree with you pressure on the quarterback because that offensive line is so bad and i'm not even going to tell you hey i need sacks 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 i know i always talk about sacks but i don't even need it man to be honest with you as long as you're getting like good pressure and, and you're close enough to make these throws, you know, maybe lead into an interception. Just shake this quarterback up a bit. Um, you know, it's 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 boiled, by the way. Like, come on now. So pressure. And then, you know, I, I think with those two things on its own, I think the rest is just going to fall into place. Uh, but I would say a key to victory. Not really a key, but something I'd like to see. Me and you talked about this before the stream. But Jalen Waddle, man, like get Jalen Waddle going. Not only when Tyreek Hill is out of the game or not in a play, like, Get Waddle going while Tyreek is out there, man. I want to see more from Jalen Waddle. Um, and I actually want to throw this over to you now that I mentioned Waddle. Uh, how do you feel about Waddle and his touches and his season thus far? It's been frustrating, dude. I mean, not only has he been getting banged up, he's just not getting schemed into the game plan, I think. Like people are saying, like, oh, Mike McDaniel's trying way too hard to get Tyreek Hill that 2000 uh, yard milestone. I mean, I hope that's not what it is, but I mean, you know, Waddle was way more involved last year, dude. Like you, yeah, he, like Tua was going to both of them. And, you know, a lot of people like to get pissed off to say Tua is not a one-read quarterback. But, I mean, you can't argue, dude. Like he gets the ball, he looks right at Tyreek, and he goes to him no matter what. He threw into triple coverage to this week. <laughs> he did. And I think that was the Tyreek. I'm just like, I don't know, man. I don't know what it is. But they got – and it, it, it Waddle is starting to show that it's bothering him, dude. You could see his body language. Yeah. You can just see everything that he's he wants to get involved. And I hope they do this week because, I mean, I want to keep that duo together for as long as we can, dude. So, mm-hmm. I mean, don't piss him off, dude, especially it's to his teammate. Like, don't piss him off, man. Get him involved. Like, he's just as dangerous as Tyreek. Yeah. And uh, this – hey, listen – I seen Waddle score a touchdown at MetLife Stadium before, so hopefully that happens again because I I see I see the frustration in his body language, man. That the body language tells it all, man. And I it it sucks because you know you're usually you're used to having you know last year we're talking about yo this wide receiving duo is crazy. This is like the best shit ever, and, and it's really not the case. I feel like if anybody says that now, you're kind of just trying to force yourself to believe that, but in reality. You know, Waddle's not really having that season that we all expected to, but I think it comes from the targets and I think it comes from the play call, a little bit of a scheme, something, bro. Like Mike McDaniel's got to figure out a way, get this guy going. All right. We're already in week 12. Like it's time. It's time to get Waddle more involved and have that duo because we cannot be one dimensional heading in to the playoffs, bro. Like that shit will look bad. We need Waddle. 
you know, to pick it up. So hopefully this is the week that we see that. Let's talk about scoring predictions, though, man. How are you feeling about this score uh, for Friday's game? Yeah, um, I don't think I don't think the offense is going to have a huge game. I think they're going to struggle a little bit. I'll be very shocked if they get off to a hot start. Um, you know, if if this is a if this is the get right game for the offense that people think it's going to happen, I don't see it. But I still think the defense balls out. I still think we make life hell for for the Jets on the defensive end. And uh, I see the Finns uh, winning this one uh, 20 to 10. It's going to be a 10 point victory. I like that. I like that, man. I got this game uh, being a Dolphins win. I got it 24-13 Dolphins win. So almost close to you. 11 point victory. I think one touchdown probably comes at the result of the defense. Um, but I think this offense is probably you're probably going to see kind of Kind of something along the line similar to that Raiders game, in my opinion. I think the defense is just too good on the other side of the football. But I think the Dolphins win. I don't think the Jets offense will do uh, much here. So that's why I'm only – I'm even being generous and giving them 13 points. I, I should probably have that at 10. But I'm going to leave it like that. 24-13, I think the Dolphins win. Are you concerned about uh, Brees Hall, though? I mentioned that he did have a big game against us last year. Uh, you concerned or you think we pretty much – you know, we, we t- hone in on him? Uh, I think we honed in on him. Uh, we did a great job against Josh Jacobs. Um, yeah, we I did. think our I think our run defense will be ready for him. Um, I think that's who they're going to look to go to yeah. uh, in the game. So I mean, um, I, I I'm not I'm not too worried about it. I think our defense is clicking at the right moment. And uh, when it comes to our run defense, I think we got a really good one. So I'm not too worried about it. Awesome, awesome, man. Um, I'm. I'm excited for this one, man. Uh, I'm excited to be in attendance for this one, and uh, hopefully, I get some <laughs> so, some good stories for the next stream, man. I'll be uh, I'll be sending you some stuff, bro, for sure. So you do the, you do it to me all the time. So I'm I'm gonna yeah. <laughs> now I get to do it for you, bro. Um, I'm excited for this one. We see uh, Giannis has 24-16 Dolphins win. Uh, Zell has 31-14 Dolphins. Damn, 31 Oof, points. That would be 31-14. That's that defense. That's tough, man. I shoot. I hope you're right. I would love to see 31 points. The Jets, the Jets, uh, defense is number one against wide receivers. By the way, <laughs> yeah. That, uh, oh, really? So they, yeah. they pretty, they pretty much. Okay, damn. Yeah, that's gonna be. That's tough. That's tough for what we're asking for from Jalen Waddle. But hopefully yeah. things get done, man. Uh, we both got a Dolphins win. I'm excited as hell for it. Now it's time for Week 12 Fantasy Football Advice with my guy Jacoby breaking down his stardom, sit for the week. Jacoby, how's it going for you when it comes to fantasy? Yeah, I finally broke my losing streak in uh, our league that we're in. Back to 7-4. and Got to win this week because it's seven of my players have a bye next week and I can't drop them all. So probably going to have to take the L next week. So I got to win this week. But other than that, doing pretty good. Uh, God, playoffs is in two weeks. That just blows my mind for fan- for fantasy. This season has gone by in a flash, dude. It's it's insane. It's but, crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah, but the battle goes on. Going over my stardom sit-ins, starting with my quarterbacks, my my start of the week. Had himself a great game against the, the Bengals last week. And I think he uh, gets one, another great one against the Chargers, who are ranked 31st against quarterbacks. That is Lamar Jackson. Uh, he, he's been really up and down this season, even when they're blowing out teams. And right now he's the fourth-ranked quarterback in PPR leagues. So give him the start this week against that Chargers defense. I think that I think this game can potentially be the dagger for the Chargers. They are just looking terrible. Tough. So get that in there. And this uh, this next start, 
I think it's going to be for a lot of you who have quarterback buys. You can probably get them off the waiver wire, but I love the matchup against the Buccaneers who are right behind the Chargers on ranked 39th against quarterbacks. This guy's been a baller for the Colts. I like Gardner Minshew. Uh, I, lo- I love the start this week. I love the matchup. So um, I, those are my two car. Uh, those are my two stardoms this week. If you got them, get them in there. Gardner Minshew getting a little love on Jacoby yes, stardom. I uh, love the LJ pick, by the way, bro. I think he, you you mentioned it. He could put the dagger in the Chargers, bro, and I think he definitely will, man. What quarterbacks don't you like this week? Yeah, a potential. Like this is, you know, if you're playing against the, if you have a quarterback going against the Cowboys, just just get him out. Just get him out. Uh, they they keep getting these pick sixes. They're just demolishing offenses left and right. Unless you're the 49ers. But uh, you know, get get Sam Howell out of there. I know he's having a great year. He's the uh, fifth ranked quarterback right now. Uh, but the Dallas Cowboys defense is something I don't want any part of. So he's my first sit him. And going on to my second sit him, it's going to be Tua. I don't like Tua this week. I hate the matchup. Uh, the Jets right behind their passing defense against their quarterback defense, ranked ninth, averaging 14 points to a quarterback. And with what I've seen from Tua last week against the Raiders. I don't know if I like it this week at all, so I'm gonna stay away from it. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't blame that man. I, I would do the same thing to be honest with you. Like, just if you're a Dolphin fan and you have Tua, listen, bro, just, just sit him down. You know, if he pride, does, just to- it, you know, sit, just sit him down. If he does go off, just you know, it's great, but it's not like it should be an easy layup fantasy start, man. Yeah. Um, shout out to the Cowboys defense, by the way. That's my best player this whole season. Team. <laughs> the only thing keeping you afloat right now. Literally, bro. If you look at it, it is ridiculous what they've been doing for me, bro. <laughs> Uh, what do you? What about the running back position, man? Yeah, my first running back uh, stardom going to be DeAndre Swift. Uh, he's been pretty much just been the the freaking guy for the Eagles this year, uh, RB seven right now, and they're going against the Bills, so we're rooting for a big performance there. Uh, they're ranked twenty third, so I love the matchup, and they're just a run dominant team. So you uh, start him for sure. And then my second one, this one's a little too obvious, but. You're going to get, uh, we're going to put the King against the 31st ranked defense against running backs, Derek Henry against the Panthers there. Uh, the Panthers are averaging a close to 30 points a game to running backs. So I think Derek Henry has a huge game. Yeah, he definitely is due. He had, he had two games where he's been bad. So he's due for a big one. Yep. I think that's, I think that's the one for sure. And then on to my Sidhams, my first one, Jonathan Taylor, uh, Tampa Bay, third-ranked defense against the run. They've been really good against the run. He remains uh, running back 35 uh, at, despite missing those uh, first four weeks. Uh, he's still been pretty good, um, but, you know, against the Saints, who are the ranked number fourth, you know, he didn't have the brightest game, so I think Tampa Bay will give him some issues for sure. And then uh, my second one, uh, Brian Robinson. He's been having a hell of a year uh, running back four, but he's also going against Cowboys. Nope. Yep. I don't want it. I don't want any of that matchup. So just get Brian Robinson out. Give him a break. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Why receivers? Why receivers? So my first one, I think this one's obvious, but I think this is recipe for a huge fantasy week. CD lamb. He's my, my number one stardom. Love it. Uh, for the wide receivers, dude. I love the matchup against Washington who are ranked 30th. Uh, he's, uh, they're averaging 40 points a game to wide receivers, dude. So get CD lamb in there. Obviously you're gonna, but he's going to, I think he's going to lead all receivers this week. I think that's going to be a great, uh, matchup for him. And then, uh, my second one, a little underrated pick, uh, for the Colts 
because I think uh, Minshew will have a good game. So I'm going to give it to Pittman, Michael Pittman. Uh, he's going up against the uh, Buccaneers, who are also are averaging around 40 points a game to wide receivers. So I love these two matchups. I think they can, uh, especially there's a real possibility that some of you have these two players on the same team. So you might have a huge week with these two. No, I like. I was not expecting that, but I like it. I like yeah. it, man. Who are you staying away from? I'm staying away. Uh, this one's uh, in the same game. Uh, I'm staying away from Jalen Waddle and Garrett Wilson. Uh, uh, Garrett Wilson is going up against a really rejuvenated uh, Dolphins defense. I think Jalen Ramsey's going to keep him in check, and I don't see Do- uh, I don't see Boyle having a, g- a good game at all. And the same thing with Waddle, uh, number one ranked defense in fantasy for the New York Jets against the pass uh, against re- wide receivers. So I don't like it. Uh, I would sit those two both. And Garrett Wilson's also banged up right now too. So yeah. I don't I don't blame you. I think those are those are solid sit-ums, bro, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> what about the yep. tents? And then my tight ends was kind of lame this week. Um, I, I still picked up some, but they're pretty much the same guys I pick every week, except for a couple on here. But for my stardoms, I like Najoku. Uh, he's going up against Denver. Uh, they're on a little bit of hot streak right now, but Denver's ranked dead last against tight ends, averaging a worse 16 points, uh, 16 points. To tight end. So I like Najoku. I think that's an easy start. And you could probably get him on your waiver wire right now. And uh, Pat Fryermuth uh, going against Cincinnati. Cincinnati is, they got to find uh, some sort of light right now. So it's kind of looking bad for them right now. But, uh, you know, Fryermuth has not been, um, you know, starter worthy at all this year. He's uh, tight end 48, but they're averaging about 14 points a game to tight ends. So, you know what? Give him the shot. I like it. I don't, I don't mind it, bro. But yeah, he's, he's definitely been, uh, you know, he was hyped up a little bit for this season and he hasn't really lived up to the hype, but he's due. He is due. And then for my last two, my sit-ups, Hunter Henry going against the Giants. Uh, I'm just staying away from anything Patriots right now. He had a hot two weeks and he's been non-existent since then. And I think that streak is going to continue. Same thing with Hayden Hurst. I think he's been a little bit of an underrated pickup in some of your leagues. But uh, he's kind of lost his touch, too. Uh, You know, if you get more than six points out of a tight end, I think they're pretty decent for you. But I don't think he's going to I don't think he's going to have a good game at all this week. So uh, against the Cowboys, don't like the matchup. So those are my stardom sit-ums. Hopefully I help some of you out and uh, good luck. Like playoffs are coming down the line. So you got to start getting winning as much games as you can. Yeah, absolutely. Pressure is on, bro. And I know you. <laughs> this is a, a big week for you since you mentioned with yeah. all those bye weeks coming up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so now we got we got we need uh well we got three games to talk about since we got three Thursday night matchups. So we got the first Thanksgiving Day game is the Green Bay Packers taking on the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions are at home. They're eight and two, four and one at home going against the Packers who are four and six. The line is seven and a half in favor of the Lions. Um, what is your prediction for that game? Who wins and by how much? Uh, I think the Lions win that game. Uh, I think they're going to win pretty uh, by a pretty big gap. I'm going to give it uh, about, I'm going to say 27 to 10. Um, Green Bay just lost eight, uh, Aaron Jones. And uh, I think uh, Detroit will get to Jordan Love pretty good. So uh, give yeah. me the give me the Lions in a in a blowout. Yeah, I take the Lions as well, bro. Things are just looking way too good over there. Even though they barely, you know, snuck out of a, a little victory against the Bears, I think there was a little bit of look ahead right there. Just looking at that Green Bay matchup, Thanksgiving, being excited for that for the big lights. 
yep. but I like the Lions offense, bro. I think they win. I think they win big by uh, over seven and a half points. So I would I would lay that as well. So I'm with you. Next game, the Commanders against the Cowboys division game here as well. Well, we got three division games, which is awesome. That's should be competitive football. Should be. So yeah. Cowboys against Commanders. Cowboys are at home. They're also called frauds, just like us, apparently. So the Cowboys apparently don't be good teams either. Uh, yeah. Dallas is favored by 11 points, man. Uh, who wins this game and by how much? Uh, you know what? I'm just going to say, you know, I, I don't like I don't like these Thanksgiving games, if I'm honest with you, <laughs> like me, at me all. Neither. Could be uh, I think this matchup sucks, but I mean, I got Cowboys easily uh, in this game. I don't even think it's going to be close. It's going to be one of the boring games of the of the week. But um, I'm going to say Cowboys by give me give me a 20 point victory. I'll say I'll say 38 17. Oh wow! I think I think uh, because I, I, I think CD Lamb's going to have himself a game, dude. So yeah, I agree with you, bro. I think this game is just weird, bro. Because, I mean, the Commanders are weird because I think Ron Rivera sucks. Uh, I think the commanders suck as a whole, but then you see Sam Howell's like first in passing yards. Shout out to Eric Bieniemy, but then he also has thrown 12 interceptions. It, it's such a weird, funky team. I think Ron Rivera's got to get out. Hopefully, they give Bieniemy the the head coaching gig. That would be awesome. Yeah, I love they Bien-Aimé. probably will. They probably that, will. To be honest, that would be awesome, man. I lo- I love that guy, man. He's he's he deserves a shot. That that's one thing I could say. He definitely deserves a shot. But I got Dallas win this, this game. Um, it's a division game, so I don't think Dallas will win by two scores. So I would take plus eleven if you're betting. Um, if I had to pick one, I'm not gonna. I'd rather stay away. But if you had to choose one, I would say the Commanders probably cover the eleven. Maybe Dallas wins by ten. But I'm with Jacoby. I think CD CD Lamb has a huge, huge game here. So I'll take the Cowboys with the win. The night game is the 49ers and the Seahawks in Seattle. Seattle lost a freaking heartbreaker to the at the hands of the Rams this weekend. Uh, that sucked, man. Sucked to see Geno Smith go down and try to battle back. Hate to see a missed field goal to be the deciding factor. Uh, how do you feel about this one? It says that the 49ers are favored by eight and a half on the road. Yeah, man. Uh, Seattle needed to win that game, dude. They got the 49ers, Cowboys, Eagles in their yeah. next four games. That, that's tough, dude. So. Uh, but I'm going to take the upset. Uh, I think Seattle wins this game. Uh, it's going to be it. close. I'm going to go 30 to 27. Uh, I think it will be a high scoring game. I think this is one of those games where people think, oh, Seattle just lost. It's going to be a blowout. It's not even going to be close. I think this one will be a little bit of a close one. Uh, to, I, I, I just I like Seattle this year. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to give it to them. I think they're going to win this game. Uh I think the real Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy shows up for sure. <laughs> okay, I thought I was, I thought I was the only one crazy enough to pick it, but I'm picking Seattle as well, man. I think that it sucks. It was a must-win game for them last week because of the schedule ahead, and I think they feel that pressure. They're at home. They're pissed off. You're going against a Niners team. Listen, they're in your division. Yes, they're better than you, but you've played these guys. You understand how to beat these guys, and you're at home. This is the game to get them. It's a short week. You know, you got the primetime spot under the lights and, you know, you lost the game that you should have won. So I think you're a little bit, you know, hungrier. This game means a lot. So I will pick the Seahawks to win this game uh, and also getting six and a half points. I think that's even that's that's sweet. Like worst case scenario, I think Seahawks, if anything, lose by three. Um, Those are my takes. And then we both have the Dolphins beating the Jets on Friday. Um, So, yeah, man, big week, bro. Big week for us. I'm, I'm excited, man. We got some some. Some uh 
you know, at least we get to get our games out, out of the way. And I'm going to watch Hard Knocks. <laughs> yeah. And now it is Hard Knocks time, bro. So Hard Knocks in 12 minutes. Uh, once again, shout out to everybody that tuned into the to the chat, tuned in live to the show. If you're listening on audio, we appreciate you guys as well. Uh, if you only listen to audio, man, try to make it to some of the streams, man, live, yeah. uh, live. We do this every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time, 5 p.m. Pacific. So whether you're West Coast, East Coast, whatever it is, man, get your butts down here. T- chime in on the chat board. Talk to us, man. It, it's always great having people engage live. Um, so tell a friend to tell a friend, man. Hit that thumbs up button. And me and Jacoby will catch you all next week. Jacoby, any last words before we get on out of here? Yeah, man. man. I hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving. Everyone stay safe this weekend. And hopefully we're talking here a week from now, eight and three, ready for the big stretch. Because we know what happened last year when we went eight and three. So, oh my goodness, let's, let's I forgot get ready. about that. <laughs> yep, yeah, I'm scared. Oh, of it. Man. So let's <laughs> let's have a good week. Listen, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Just like Jacoby said, stay safe out there. Enjoy the turkey if you're eating turkey, or just enjoy time with the family or friends, whoever you guys are with. Um, blessings to all. Go Dolphins. We'll see y'all next week. Enjoy Hard Knocks. All right. Enjoy Hard Knocks. Nine o'clock tonight. Enjoy the hell out of it. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm sure my Dolphin players aren't enjoying it, but me and Jacoby. <laughs> yeah. No, no, they <laughs> <laughs> well, see you guys next week. Go Dolphins. Let's pick up this big W MetLife Takeover. And if anyone is going to MetLife Takeover and you're listening to this, hit me up on Twitter. I will be there, guys. So catch y'all next week. Happy Thanksgiving. Go Dolphins. Peace out. Oh, 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 oh,